Hello, welcome to another episode of Papa Bear Hikes. This week's Patreon question comes in from someone from Texas. It just says Texas, so I don't have a name to match to it. They ask, Papa Bear, why don't you do a podcast where you share with us what you're carrying in your day pack? On your YouTube channel, I notice you and your friends are out there having fun. You carry a day pack, and I'm just curious, what are you carrying beyond the 10 essentials? That's a good question. Yes, I carry the 10 essentials, but that's not all I'm carrying in there. But what I'm going to do is this. You've been watching my YouTube, so I'm going to do a YouTube dedicated to what's in my pack. I've already done the 10 essentials on the podcast, and I just think a lot can be lost in the interpretation if I try to just talk about what I carry in my pack. It could get boring. So I'm going to do a YouTube dedicated to that. So look for that to come out next week. Next week, I'll have that YouTube ready. I would have worked on it today, but believe it or not, here we are. We're like in the third week of April, right? And it snowed where I'm at. Yes, we got snow. My electricity was out for a good part of the day. So that was a bit of a setback. But I am going to do a YouTube on what is in my pack. Thank you. You inspired me. And it was a great question. And thanks for subscribing to our Patreon. Those of you who haven't subscribed yet, go to papabeerhikes.com. There is a link to our Patreon and sign up. Now for today's topic, why I like lightweight backpacking. Well, it's funny because when you get into this topic, we start talking about term. Terminology becomes a big part of the discussion. Ultralight, lightweight, etc. My typical pack weight on my multi-week heights, the base weight, is anywhere from 10 to 12 pounds. Never been over 12 pounds. And base weight, for those of you who don't know, is the weight of my gear before I include food, water, and fuel. So I'm typically under 12 pounds. That could change this year now that I'm dedicating myself to carrying a bear canister. I'm not going to be able to get away with what I did last year. I can't just hop from bear from bear box to bear box as I hike. That's not going to happen on the Tahoe Rim Trail. Uh, the Desolation Wilderness, you're required to have a bear canister. And not all the camping areas along the Tahoe Rim Trail have bear boxes. Last year, I got away with this. I hiked through Massachusetts and Vermont. I was familiar with those areas. And I said, okay, I know there's bear boxes at every one of these campsites. So I didn't need to carry my my bear canister. This year, I'm going to have to. So I'm doing my best to reduce that weight to make up for, I think it comes out to about an extra pound and a half with the canister. Maybe a little more. I don't know. But I'm finding ways to reduce my pack weight so I can still stay under that 12 pounds. But anyway, five reasons why I like lightweight backpacking. Less weight equals more fun. I wish I could say I was clever enough to come up with that, but I'm not. I've heard it a number of times now. But yes, carrying less weight, I know from over the years, you just, you feel better and you get up there in miles through the day and that weight starts to slow you down and you feel it. Number four. You could cover more miles. This is one that I know without a doubt. When I would go on my multi-day hikes with the Boy Scouts, I would be forced to carry extra weight. I even carried a a binder and I weighed it. It was over two pounds, maybe close to three pounds. It had medical records and all the information I needed, not just for every youth, but all the adults on the trip. That added weight. And I always carried an extra two days worth of food in case somebody lost their food or something happened. So I know that that extra weight. It wasn't that long ago. We're only talking four or five years ago. Carrying that extra weight slows you down and stops you from covering those extra miles. And not that I'm out there to 
count, you know, see how many miles I can get in in a day. But if I was going to hike the Appalachian Trail, I definitely would want to put myself in a position that as I became more physically fit along the trail, that I can get those 20-mile days in without feeling like I was pushing myself. Number three, what I have found from lightweight backpacking is it keeps things simple. I am able to multi-purpose items. I no longer carry a, a Leatherman with me. I have a little Swiss Army knife with just a blade. I think it has a pair of scissors, a toothpick, and twiz- tweezers in it. And that does everything I need it to do. That's just one example, but I'm multi-purposing a lot of my gear. When I buy gear now, I always try to look at it and say, is there anything else I can use that for? Number two, less gear to pack. I got to say, it's kind of cool when I get to a campsite at the end of the day and my pack is set up in a in such a way that I can just unload it. I can get my tent out, set it out, set it up, put my sleep system in the tent, deal with my food. And I'm ready to go to bed. Not a lot of things that move around. Not a lot of things I could get lost that could fall out. It keeps my system very simple. I have a pack that basically is, well, as one person described it to me, it looked like a duffel bag with a pocket on it and straps. Yeah, basically, I have a main compartment. I have an outside pocket that keeps my water filter and first aid kit. And I have some hip pockets that keep my snacks in and compass and sunscreen and bug spray. Very simple system. Number one, it's allowed me to hike even after two knee surgeries. And I think it's going to allow me to hike for a lot of years carrying less weight. I'm not somebody that just overnight decided I'm going to start hiking with lighter. I'm going to go lightweight. It didn't happen that way. In the 80s, we didn't call it lightweight or ultralight. We just kind of said, hey, why am I going to carry extra weight? I can remember going through my mess kit one time after a trip and saying, wait a minute, why am I carrying pieces of this mess kit that I have never used? I've taken it on trips for three or four years and have never used pieces of this mess kit. I remember buying an external frame backpack and looking around and not just at the one that I thought was the nicest or basing it on price, but I was actually asking how much they weighed. And I remember getting a weird look from the salesperson when I was asking how much the packs weighed because those were the type of things I was thinking about. I bought a two-person tent in 1991. Maybe I was always a bit of a weight geek. It was always something I was always taking into consideration as I looked at my gear. What probably keeps me from crossing that line, from going from lightweight to ultralight, might just be a security issue. I pack maybe a few more things just because I feel safe carrying them. And there's nothing wrong with that. If you cross that 12-pound threshold that puts you into the next level, don't get caught up in the labels. If you need to carry more gear to feel safer out there, then do so. But just think about what you're putting in your pack. Biggest piece of advice I could give you is when you come home from your trips, empty your pack out, spread everything out, and analyze everything you placed in your pack. You do this after every trip. And you may find some items in there that you just don't need to carry, that you had no use for. We're not going to count rain gear and first aid kits, obviously. First aid kit is a type and rain gear. Let's be honest. You pack them, and it's a good thing if you don't need them. But always pack them because they're the type of things if you don't pack them. You'll need them. Anything else, take a look at it. If you're like me and you enjoy buying new gear, then look at things like your cooking system. Can I get a lighter pack? Is there a better way I can put together my cook system? If I cold soak my food, would that make things lighter for me? So just always taking those steps after your trip to analyze what you're putting in your pack. What was useful, what wasn't useful. Everybody, thanks again for all the support you've given me on Patreon, the YouTube channel, the book. Uh, You guys have been great. And this is I'm just having the time of my life doing this with all of you. 
We've got some great episodes coming up in the next few weeks. I'm just so excited about what we have coming up over the next couple of months. We're going to do our first live stream next week. Uh, It's just, we're going to be doing, I've got a whole idea what we're going to be doing with the Tahoe Rim Trail. I've got my virtual tramley of the guys that have been hiking the AT. A couple of those guys are going to be coming on soon. And girls, as we have uh, Leah and Kevin, they're, they're going to be on. We hope. We, we haven't set up a time yet with them, but we're hoping to get all of those people on. They're all doing great, by the way. If anybody's wondering how our virtual tramley's doing, Papa Bear virtual tramley, everybody's fine. And I just talked to Sidetrack and check out their YouTube channels in case of Sidetrack and see what he's been writing on the trek. Give these guys some support. They can use it. If you live near a trail, go out and do some trail magic. Now that the warmer weather's getting here, you might find some through hikers starting to make their way up through your state. And it's a nice way to get out and enjoy the outdoors. We talk about that. Enjoying the outdoors doesn't always mean you have to hike 2,000 miles over four or five months. Getting outside can mean grabbing a couple lawn chairs, a cooler, filling it up with some cold beverages and grabbing some snacks and meet some hikers at a trailhead. Everybody, make sure you get outside, have some fun, and... Hopefully, spring will be here soon enough. Thanks for listening. If you haven't done so yet, go to our website, PapaBearHikes.com. Listen to past episodes. Check us out on social media. Go to our YouTube channel, Martin Outside. All those links are there. In addition to that, you can buy our book or see what you're missing out on if you're not a Patreon member yet. Remember to get outside, have fun, and be safe. This episode of Papa Bear Hikes has been brought to you by Avalon Publicity. Avalon Publicity, increasing the digital footprint of content creators and skilled professionals via website development and social media services. For more information about Avalon Publicity, go to their website, avalonbusiness.org. That's avalonbusiness.org.